What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. And this week, we have a very, very special uh, group of guests yeah. for a very special occasion. What yeah. is it? It's Father's Day. It is Father's Day week, and yep. we are going to have my father and, and my your father. father. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I think is going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know how TV ready they are. I don't know. They're not They're not used to all this. All this New hubbub. Fangled <laughs> technologies. Yeah. The, the camera in their face. Yep. We got some bright lights. Yep. Uh, microphones in their face. We'll see how they handle the pressure, but yeah, but it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be good. I think it's I'm really be... excited. I think both of our dads are very interesting people and have very interesting perspectives. So I'm really excited to hear what both they have, have to extremely say. gray hair, which yeah. means wisdom. So <laughs> we'll see if that rings true. That but, feels like uh, a little personal. Well, you know, people say it's because of wisdom, <laughs> and I got a lot of gray hair. So uh, and I've been yeah. known to drop some wisdom bombs on this podcast so uh yeah. must be true i don't know but it i think it's gonna be really cool because they were both in the trades and yeah. uh you know now look at us now we are and they formed these humans i think that, that was sitting right here i think that was our mothers did that uh okay mothers formed us dads shaped us is yeah, that, is that I more think, of a yeah? I think that'll work. Thing? That'll okay. work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They did shape the people. They they at least helped. They at least helped shape the people yeah, that yeah, we yeah. are now. Exactly. And uh, probably not a coincidence that they were in the trades. Now we're in the trades. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna try to see how that all shakes out. We're yeah. gonna see if we can draw some conclusions from uh, these upcoming interviews. Yeah. See if we can figure it all out. So we're gonna start with my dad. We're gonna have them, we're gonna have them on one at a time. Yep. My dad, then your dad, and uh, it's gonna be fun. So yeah, let's do it. Let's see what they have to say. All right. So we have right here with us in the podcast studio, my own dad. My own <laughs> <Welcome>. dad. <laughs> Everybody has one, and I'm his. Yep. That is right. And we've already talked about you a little bit on the show. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Uh, I think you've listened to a little bit of it, but we've talked about how you were in the trades and uh, I worked with you for a while and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and um, just thought it would be fun to have you on here. And, you know, there's probably something to the fact that you were in the trades. I'm in the trades now. Both of your other sons are in the trades now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh what happened? What went wrong? <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, you heard the the saying: "The fruit don't fall far from the trees." Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so we didn't get out in the world; we just stayed in the trades. Yep. Of course, you got out there with all this stuff. Yeah. The videos. Yeah, you know? I guess so. Um, you're, actually, you're actually a personality that's in the trades. You're yeah. only in the trades so you can be a personality. <laughs> Yeah, Otherwise, he probably wouldn't be in the trade. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It, uh, especially in the summertime, it starts to get a little Ooh, too hot. Man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I think it would be interesting to ask you a couple questions about, yeah. you know, how you mm -hmm. started. You were obviously in mm -hmm. a different era. Totally different <laughs> <old> landscape. <laughs> the old dad. Totally different. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
you know, the, the ages of the, of the yellow pages and all that kind of stuff. So it's a totally different world now than it was then. But a lot of stuff I think still, still is the same, you know, a lot of stuff will always be the same in the trades. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So how did you, how did you get started? Where, how did your career Mm -hmm. start blossom into the trades? Well, I've heard that a lot of people start the same place. I think Sean started like this one day. You're working for somebody, and it's the summertime. You're sweating your butt off, and you say, why is it I'm doing all the work, and he's making all the money? Yeah. So you have about <laughs> two months of side work, and you say, you know what? I'm quitting. I'm going on my own. And you get all that done in two weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you just don't give up. Just kept going. Just kept going. I mean, well, well, they kicked me out of medical school, and then I didn't have, get a chance to go back to that. So oh. I just stuck with this. Is that yeah. true? I have, a, I, have really a do- I have a doctorate. Really? I have an honorary doctorate at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Oh, oh yeah? You know that? No, oh, does that come with, like, a membership or something? I was going to does it come with a title? We should call you Dr. Vox. We yeah, can. we could. <laughs> no, he's lying. Obviously, wait, wait, um, wait, I'm not. No, I'm not. Li- I should have brought the letter. I get the letters addressed to me. Uh-huh. Okay, Doctor Vox. Okay, huh. okay. And well, what happened uh, was when I was renewing my application yeah. at the counter, and she's like, "Okay, you get this, you get that." And she goes, "Okay, yeah, let's bring up your box, yeah." And then she looks at me, she goes, "Is that Doctor Vox?" And I said, "Yes, it is." <laughs> All right. I'll have to look into that because I'm already a minister, so uh, I guess I could be a doctor. You were, if I uh, remember this story correctly, you were working for a fence company right before you went out on your own. Correct. Mm -hmm. And uh, interesting side fact, when I bought my house, uh, they had all the receipts from like everything that they'd ever done. And they had a receipt from Delanco Fence from 1978. And... uh, you were like, yeah, I must have put that fence in. So that was kind of an interesting oh, little uh, <laughs> little circle back. But yeah. so what led you? It was just that, you know, you felt like you wanted to explore more opportunities running your own business. Like why, why leave a job and start a business? It wasn't the smartest thing I ever did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Back then, let me think. Was I born yet? I don't. I wasn't no, born yet. No, no, yeah. no, no, okay. no. Okay, no. Um, I wasn't even married a year, and mommy was pregnant with Robert. Okay, and it was that hot summer day where you know the boss is making all the money, I'm doing all the work, and um, I decided I've, I've been looking for an out. You know what I mean? And James, your uncle, was doing roofing, mm-hmm. subcontracting roofing down the shore, mm-hmm. and so. Here I was just married. Mars pregnant with Robert. I'm pissed off at my job. At the time I quit, I was making seven fifty an hour, <laughs> which was like the big time. Yeah. And uh, so I quit and I started working with Uncle James. Mm-hmm. I gave up collecting unemployment, free money in the winter, to drive all the way to the shore to freeze my butt off and do roofing. <laughs> <laughs> in the winter down the shore. In the winter down the shore, yeah. yeah. And how long did that last? I don't think it lasted a year. Yeah. But we had like different visions. You know what I mean? I was had a family. Yeah. He uh, had a pickup truck and six pack. He didn't need anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so we just had different ideas of what, what we wanted. And uh, I wanted to 
feed my kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate that. that yeah. That's important. Yeah. You've done good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you were working with uh, your brother-in-law, my uncle, and after about a year that didn't work out. So you kind of went out on your own. And what what was like the hardest thing about getting started on your own, you know, not having anything really to fall back on, just kind of having to make it. You have a family at this point. What what was the hardest thing to get started and just keep keep everything going? Well, it wasn't hard to get started because I already started. Yeah. <laughs> I was just in the middle of uh, you know a transition. But I think um, the worst thing and the best thing was I didn't have an option. Yeah. So that was like necessity. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have an option to uh, to do anything else. I mean, I was like married, had a kid, had another kid on the way, and uh, they got hungry and you know ran out of yeah. heat. I mean, you know, and so you needed money to do that, and so I just never gave up. Just, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the secret. And no choices. <laughs> when you were getting started, what was your biggest like? lead generation thing was it all word of mouth was it um you know was it the yellow pages was it the church circular what were your did you have like plans for these things or you just kind of like did one job hoped for a call what was the what was the strategy there wasn't one yeah (laughs) there was no strategy yeah there was just Got to get another job. You know, there wasn't, you know, you could put money in the yellow pages, but I didn't really have money for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you know what? A guy told me, he was a plumber in town, and he gave me my first kitchen job. Okay? I'd never done the kitchen before, and he, like, trusted me to say, oh, you could do it, you know? I need to find somebody. But he should say, uh, you know, you just do a good job, you know what I mean? Make sure it's done right, and you'll never be out of work. Yeah. He says, you might not get rich, he said, but you'll never be out of work. And this guy, he didn't advertise in the yellow pages or anything. He just, you had to know his phone number. He was like the local plumber in town. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, somehow stupidly I believed that. <laughs> and was it true that you never ran out of work and you never got rich? I never got rich. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you, it depends how you define rich, though. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I always had work. And when I didn't have work, you know, I always could think of something to do. Yeah, we all the work we did at our house yeah. was in between jobs. You yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was never, you know, when you're in this business of always having to create something, you always got ideas. I mean, it's just, there isn't enough time to do them all. Yeah. And when you're slow in work, it's actually a break because then you get to do stuff on yeah. your own house. Otherwise, you can see the house we would have lived in. <laughs> yeah. And I know there's lots of plans like the kitchen addition that's been in planning since... Probably the nineties, but you're well, still talking had, about it. I had I had our neighbors an architect, and he started drawing up plans for that. Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, that didn't pan out. But I still have hopes of that happening. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm still. There's always more plans working. than there is time to get them done. Yeah, um, I can definitely attest to that. And Speaking of um, plans. That didn't oh, get done. Yeah. We're missing a crucial part of our happy hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wine. Would you like some wine? That. Yeah. We yeah, got you, because uh, we know you like red wine. Is that a parting gift? <laughs> uh, you, yeah. Sure. Just you have to drink Just a little kidding. bit now, and then you can drink it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to drink it, but well, I heard you liked ball. red wine. Yes, you're right. 
All right. Well, we got some fine. Yep. Uh, we yep. got red cups to They're match it. Yeah. Look at that. Yep. I don't, I don't know, know how to, how to do work. This. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? Do you know? You should get the I bottles. Think. It can't be that hard. Probably. I'm a contractor. You ever see the decks you guys do? <laughs> there you go. More? I don't know. That's good. I, I don't guess. think anybody wants to drink a full uh, solo yeah. cup. I'm not sure. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. But speaking okay. of uh, sayings that that your plumber told you or whatever, <laughs> I feel like we could do a whole entire episode on just sayings that you always say, and uh, now I kind of find myself saying. Ooh, so, bad. cheers! Cheers! Hey, cheers! Cheers! All right. So, since this is a Father's Day episode, what's your your best fatherly advice now that your son has started his own company and has a son to? take care of and go through all the struggles that you went through as a business mm. owner. What's your best fatherly advice that I could give him for his son? Okay. Um, that's a good question. Let's see. I would say, um, go all in everything you have. Yeah. Like yeah. don't, you don't hold back anything. I mean, and when you love your family and you love your kids, it's not like that's hard. It's just, it's pretty much automatic. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, don't think there's something more important. You know, like even like, you know, your jobs are important. They, you know, bring in the money and stuff like that. But your family, you know, is a big part of who you are and how you remain whole and as a human as a person. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, this stuff just probably goes to your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep your feet on the ground. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. And I think since I became a dad, it definitely puts things in a different perspective and you realize you're working for, you know, something else, not just yourself or, you know, growing the business selfishly or, you know, for your own gain. It's, um, you know, there's still a lot of parts of it that I'm doing because I'm passionate about it, but it puts it in a different perspective when you have somebody that counts on you that, you know, you got to make sure things stay afloat and things go well and mm -hmm. you can uh, put food on the table and all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, it's a weird feeling to go full circle on that. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. <laughs> I think another funny story is that uh, when I started my own business, it was cutting lawns and doing all that kind of stuff. And I just did it uh, with a push mower and a weed whacker and a blower. And I was using your truck, a 98 Ford F-250, which I believe you... 88, an 88. Yeah, that's what I said, isn't it? It's a 98. Oh. I think it's a 98, yeah. 88, same <laughs> year I was born. <laughs> when we went to pick up that truck, brand new pickup truck... and Wasn't went to mom pick it up pregnant? She was pregnant. Sean was sitting inside mommy's tummy. Little did we know, <laughs> yeah, oh, it was a, the foundation of yeah. your. Yeah, I that's drove that thing for probably like two. I don't know, maybe maybe a year, and I was just cruising it around with a lawnmower in the back, cutting yeah. lawns when I was mm -hmm. nineteen or whatever, and it uh, did the trick. I made enough money to buy a little bit of a nicer truck, and uh, you know, saved up from there, bought a little bit of a nicer truck, and. You know, it was a good foundation, but I always thought that was pretty cool that 
uh, mom was pregnant with me, mm-hmm. driving home from the dealership <laughs> in a truck that eventually I would be driving. Um, and by that time, the fuel gauge was broken. I ran out of gas in it many times and all that kind of stuff. But it was uh, we should have contacted. We should have contacted Ford. That would have been a great commercial. Hey, it's not that too honestly late. would have been a, gr- well, the a truck's great commercial. Well, the truck's gone now. Oh, they can find one that looks just like it. <laughs> this is Hollywood. They can okay. they can make all this stuff up. Ford, yeah. if you're listening, uh, give us a call. <laughs> we'll give you a very reasonable offer. Um, yeah. What other... Uh, I know you had a couple other questions written down or talking points. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's, it's interesting that all three of your boys have now gone into the trades. Mm-hmm. Did you... With your upbringing, did you, like, who trained you? Was it your dad that trained you, or did did you just fall into this, or was it something that you intentionally passed down? Nothing was intentional. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My dad didn't pass on any of those kinds of skills necessarily. He was a little out of the picture most of our lives, Mm. unfortunately. Uh, Which, well, let's just leave it at that. And so... I was just, you know, a regular guy going to school, partying, carrying on, and not doing anything useful. And, uh, you know, I took a few too many parties. And then <laughs> and then I, you know, started to say, I got to stop this. You know, this is just, you know, this is just not good healthy mentally or anything. So I sort of cleaned up and got out of that scene. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, um, and so then, you know, because... Yeah, they didn't take me in medical school, like I said, you know. Uh, it's close, I, I think. You yeah. just missed the cutoff for I think that, probably. Get, <laughs> I think getting kicked out of high school kind of iced it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That was it. Wow, no. I wouldn't think so. But anyway, uh, so I could just always work. You could always get a job as a helper. Mm-hmm. And as a helper, you know, I worked for a guy who built houses. Built a bunch of houses here in Palmyra. Yeah. Bill Moyer was a builder. I worked with uh, this other guy, Ray. And... Uh, I could do anything you told me, you know what I mean? And all this stuff is pretty elementary, you know what I mean? Like, you know, nailing something down and so forth. And uh, so it's easy to catch on if you want to learn. And I did. So we built houses. We did additions. We did all kinds of kind of things like that. And then, of course, you know, hot day. I'm doing all the work. He's making all the money. Mm-hmm. Plus, I was a little spaced out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the, the mix wasn't right. I quit that. And then... uh I've just been scratching and crawling ever since. Do you think that you had a good foundation of knowledge before you went out on your own? Or or maybe you thought you did, and then you realized once you were out on your own that you really didn't know anything? Or did you go into it not knowing that you, you were going to have to figure it out along the way? Like I said, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. None whatsoever. And it, you know, this whole business is a learn-as-you-go thing. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, I remember your first deck. You know what I mean? I'd oh, yeah. seen you do that. And uh, not that you would laugh at it, but compared to what you're doing now, you'd say this is like preschool decking 101, yeah. you know, compared to what you're doing. And now. it took mm-hmm. forever. And, you know, well, you just I learn just, one thing, you get yeah. an idea for the next one. Next thing you know, you're you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how life works, I guess, you know? Yeah. I always, I always explain it like that. People, kind of, you know, they reach out and they say, how did you learn how to do this super complicated stuff? But when you really think about it, it's like, it's all very basic things that you just kind of build on top of each other. And a lot of the stuff that we're, that we're doing isn't necessarily like advanced building techniques. It's just 
a creative idea doing the same same technique that you would do to build something very standard, mm-hmm. but we're just kind of rethinking it a little bit mm-hmm. to get creative with it. But at the core of it, it's pretty simple stuff um, that anybody can pick up. And I think it really takes the right attitude to just know going into it that your your main job is going to be problem solving along the way. No matter how much you know, you're always going to encounter something that is a novel problem that you have and you're going to just need to find a solution for it. So, um, yeah, I feel like I always had that within me. Maybe I got that from you. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I remember some, one time somebody asked me like, you know, this little googly eyed guy, you know what I mean? Who was maybe an accountant or a banker or something. I mean, you're like, wow, like how did you, how did you learn to do all these different things? Right. I guess he was looking for some big answer like you, maybe. But you know what the answer is? <laughs> Failure. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've made so many mistakes. I've made all of them at least two or three times. Yeah. But if you don't give up and, you you know, you get back up on the horse or whatever you want to call it, you'll, you'll make it. I mean, it doesn't matter uh, what you do. It's just you don't give up. Yeah. And no you'll options. figure it out. You'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, you'll figure it out. And, and as you get further along, you know, you leave a job you start making a little bit more money. And then once you get like a little bit further down the road, then it's like, well, I really don't have any other options now. <laughs> I got to keep going. And I think that's, uh, that was kind of what I had just bought a house when I decided to give up doing landscaping and all that stuff. So I didn't really think about it too much in the moment, but it was, uh, just, Hey, just jump in and figure out how to swim, uh, while you're in there. Yeah. yeah, it's worked out pretty good so far, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still here, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, our last question is: uh, you were like one of Sean's only bosses. So, what was it like being Sean's boss for a little while? I was Sean's boss. That was so long ago. God, <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, well, I was all their bosses. Yeah, all like, of your kids. And yeah. so that could explain why none of them work for me anymore. <laughs> I had the shortest <laughs> tenure the shortest of anybody. Stint. Yeah. <laughs> Well, should I tell them the real story or just make something up for your listeners? <laughs> I don't know what the real story is, but yeah, go for it. You don't remember either, right? No. This was like uh, right out of high school. So what, Yeah, I guess 15, 15 years ago. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, and this is right around graduation time. It was like exactly 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, um, that's right. And I think like day after graduation, I went to work. It wasn't even like a week vacation or anything. It was... Oh, come on. It might have been maybe like a maybe a three day weekend or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think your vacation started when you went to work. Yeah, probably. That's why you got fired. <laughs> yeah. That's that could be true. I wasn't ready for a full time career no, at that point, no, I don't that's, think. Yeah, that's just sad. <laughs> well, here's a short story. Yeah. Okay. You had a girlfriend at the time. And we you know when you're in high school and you got these young love kind of things, you know what I mean? They get in your head. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> I guess the best way to put it and the nicest way to put it was he was love drunk. Mm-hmm. And he would come into work and he just couldn't. Yeah, I guess there was something going on. But he just couldn't pay attention yeah. to anything. So you'd say. He preoccupied. <laughs> huh? He was preoccupied. He was, bu- he was busy. Oh, mentally. he was three sheets yeah. to the wind. That's, <laughs> but, uh, but that was it. And I'd say like, hey, Sean, listen. <clears throat> Go out the truck and, and get this and this and this, all right? Or I'd say, uh, we're going to be working over here, so... And, you know, you give people <laughs> jobs. Say, I want you to take care of this. I want to start framing that out and put this beam up, okay? Yeah. And I'll be back. And you come back, and he's like, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Sean, yeah. <laughs> I said, you're going to do the thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he wasn't on drugs or anything, but he was, come on, man. You know, so I just accredited to like some girl. That's it. You know, that's all I'm going to say. And, mm -hmm. um, well, and, oh, go ahead. Well, then it's just, that just kept happening. I said, <laughs> then I'd, I'd be home and he'd be like, Sean, listen, you got to pay attention. You got to like, yeah. And, and his buddy was working with us too. Tom, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> and after saying it over and over and over, and like, you know, come home thinking, oh, Sean's not going to, what's with him, you know? <laughs> and finally I had to say, you know, Sean, look, <clears throat> this is about working. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. got to get stuff done. And so, uh, you know, I'm going to have to let you go. Maybe you need to do something else, right? And this was like maybe the beginning of November. And you know what he said to me? Mm. Remember? No, I don't remember <laughs> at all. He says, Dad, can't you just keep me on till Thanksgiving? <laughs> like, that just seems reasonable. Just, just, just keep paying me anyway. Yeah, <laughs> even though I know I'm not going to make it. <laughs> so. I mean, I could just be a helper at that point, you know. <laughs> you were then, but you weren't helping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my follow up to that is, oh well, Catherine. Now that you, it's 15 years later, <laughs> Catherine. You work with me every day now. Yeah. Do you think that it was? As he said something about, uh, I was preoccupied with a woman on my brain, or do you think it's just, because I still do that. Um, yeah. It might just be uh, my ADHD, because I, I still can't. Oh, you can blame on anything you want, yeah. but if you're not getting nothing done in work, you're like... I learned yeah. that I wasn't I wasn't I a good helper. Go. I got to either be the boss or yeah. I'm not going to make it. So yeah. yeah, that's probably true. I looked at you and said, I need his job. <laughs> he just got to boss everybody around. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, and that's yeah. why I don't work for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't work out either. But we realized yeah. after that that um, both brothers went back and forth a long time, as many people do in family businesses. You know, it works out for a little. You know, then they quit or they get fired. Then they're like, oh, it's going to be different this time. They come back. But I think I think we can both be proud of the fact that it just happened once, and then it was it was done, and we both uh, moved on. That's right. We both moved and on. You, well, I had a lot now. of experience yeah. firing all your other brothers many yeah. times, and when it got here, it's like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> this was not going to go on forever. Yeah, and it was and a good it thing. Was, yeah, and I guess yeah, that was like I guess I was still probably eighteen. Yeah, I was 18 at that point. Or right. I might have just, yeah. just uh, maybe turned 19. Turned 19. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that that sent me on the journey that led me here today, which is great. Mm -hmm. Community college for, I don't know, five, six years or whatever it was. <laughs> what? <laughs> he went to community college because we had a rule around the house. Yeah. That if you, had, if, 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 if you didn't go to school, you had to get a job and pay rent. Okay. So he went to school, so he had to pay, and he room and board. Yeah, I took just about every class that you could take without getting a degree there. and uh, But it was valuable time spent uh, learning yeah. about myself and, you know, led us here today. So it was a good thing. It all works out. It yeah. all works out. Yep. You just stay at it. It'll work yeah. out. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, maybe uh, maybe this can be a yearly thing. I feel like there's lots more to talk about, but uh, we do also have Skip Lippincott that we need yeah. to get on the show. Yep. Catherine's yeah, dad. So um, thanks for coming on, Dad. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming. Me. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Hello, my youngest. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. 
Well, it's fun to be here. All right, everyone. This is my dad, Skip. Um, dad, you were in the trades. This is a podcast. Have you listened to this podcast? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but I hardly look at computer stuff anyhow. I'm not yeah. computer literate. All right. Well, a little bit of background on my dad is he... Well, we'll get into your beginnings, but you were a boat builder first, and then you started another business where you were a builder of other things. What would you consider that? Marine canvas products. Marine, marine canvas. Yeah, soft marine canvas products, covers yeah. and uh, sunshades and Bimini's Dodgers. And we did interior cushions and anything you can put through a sewing machine. Okay. So a builder I, I of... Was, I was a seamstress. A seamstress. <laughs> Perfect. And he's also just a hobby carpenter. He builds. We should probably oh, mention that. We're in his we're shop in right his now. We're in his shop yeah. right now, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the mess. No. It, it really it, adds to the yeah, to just, the mystique of it. It looks like we use it, so it's yeah. great. All right, Dad, you got to like sit closer to the is. microphone also. Or like pull the mic closer to your face. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so when you were first starting out, what was your first, what was your first job? My first job yeah. was working for the Boat Works, uh, which was a family business. My father started mm-hmm. with his brother. And uh, it was just building boats. They were small racing boats. Um, and my father and uncle sailed all over the world. And eventually I ended up sailing quite a bit, uh, racing. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we got into bigger boats. And then eventually my father sold the business. And I started in the marine canvas business because it was uh, nice, clean, and wasn't fiberglass. <laughs> it didn't smell. It didn't itch. Yeah. And uh, didn't have the labor problems of a big company, or not a big company, but a, probably 20 employees. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of done with that. So uh, I started out myself, and then I ended up with some employees after that. That makes sense. So... Uh, Pop-up, my grandfather, he was also a builder. So right. what, as a kid, you just grew up I learning grew up. all sorts of building yeah, I was, everything? Um, yeah, well, my father was very clever. He was, I mean, he, you know, I asked him to build me a go-kart one time, and he built me a go-kart. I mean, <laughs> he built a uh, one of the first snowblowers I ever saw uh, back in the 60s. And, uh, you know, he's always making stuff like that. Yeah, because I had a pretty good shop at the boat works. We could do metal work, fiberglass work. Well, wood woodwork back then. Mm-hmm. Eventually, fiberglass. But uh, you could just pretty much build anything you wanted there. Yeah. So uh, that's funny. That's how I feel about my childhood. Because I would just be like, "Dad, build me this thing," <laughs> and you would just come up with it. <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun doing that stuff, and I still kind of do it now. So. I have yeah. like a million questions for you because um, I don't know anything <laughs> about boats or how to build them, but I would say my most intimate knowledge of any boat was just the one that happened to be in here when we recorded the podcast for a couple weeks. <laughs> and that was like a really small one, but it was still so interesting how, you know, you can just kind of like build this thing in this in this shop and it, you know, you put it in the water and it's not going to sink. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't sunk yet. No. Um, and I guess it should be noted. I feel like the, isn't there a, what is it? The Lippincott 30? Yeah. It's like a very famous boat. And that was your dad's 
that was under his company, I guess, that kind of started yeah, that. Right. Yeah. Okay. But he designed, my dad designed it. My grandfather did smaller boats, racing boats, and then my okay. dad built yeah, then it. Was, my dad designed the cruiser. I, when I was there, I wanted to get into the bigger boats because people were going to bigger boats. Mm-hmm. Uh, families were, you know, wanted to go sailing with with a with a small race boat. You know, the the husband's off sailing and the wife is left home watching the kids or <laughs> taking them to a pool or something. But uh, people started buying boats as a, as a family uh, activity. And I kind of saw that and wanted to get into that. So that's when I designed the 30. And uh, we, we built about 100 of them. Was that bef- was that like, did you see that change because of Mike and Matt, my brothers? Or no, was, was that before that? generally. I mean, we saw old customers of ours moving into bigger boats. Okay. And uh, there was still a lot of loyalty to the small boat racing, but it was it was not as big as it used to be. Yeah, and now it's funny now because now it's it's getting bigger now, for some reason I don't know. But uh, and I wanted a bigger boat too. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. that something that um, when you designed it? I feel like a lot of times things change in a business when one generation is maybe aging out of it and then there's a new generation coming up that's kind of like, you know, somebody that's maybe on the precipice of getting out of it is like, yeah, we just, we build these these smaller boats. That's kind of what we do. I don't want to try doing something completely new. Was that kind of the the situation? Sort of. My, my father and his brother and, and his, there was eight kids in my father's family. So, and six of them were boys and they all sailed. They all raced. So to build the boats was really just an excuse to keep sailing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they, they were very, very successful at what they were doing. But uh, I wasn't interested in sailing or racing that much. I wanted to do some cruising and mm-hmm. do some big boat stuff. So that's why I sort of got into doing the bigger boats. Just a natural progression. Yeah, yeah. And now when you went from... So you said that they were they were closing up that business, or did they sell it, or they just kind of phased out of it? Okay. Um, and you were looking to kind of get into a yeah, different well, kind we, of thing. We started building the the 30s uh, in conjunction with the smaller boats, and the the 30 just took off. So it was just sort of you know phased out those small boats and went into the big boats. And then when they wanted to sell the whole business and you decided to go out on your own and do your new business. That was just out of necessity. You needed to do something else. Uh, I was, I, I saw an opportunity. Well, first off, my father wanted to retire. And, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, anytime you have a business, a boat business, there's a, you know, you sell it if you can. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy thing to do, but we had somebody who wanted it and it just kind of worked out that way. Um, one, one other thing that really, I used an excuse to go along with the sale of the business was New Jersey was about to Im- implant some uh, EPA regulations that were going to be really tough on boat builders, uh, styrene yeah. emissions. And uh, I just didn't think we were, would be able to comply with them for the amount of equipment. I mean, it was millions of dollars of uh, infrastructure to, you know, to, to keep regulated. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought it was a good idea to get out. And 
I was ready. Yeah. And it wasn't my call anyhow. It was my father's call. So, but so, I, I was fine with it. I had, you know, you kind of deal with what you got. Yeah. So when you wanted to retire two years ago or a year ago, I begged you to give me your business. <laughs> was it kind of like a situation like that where you wanted this business and your father said, no, you don't want this business. <laughs> no, no, no. I, um, well, I, I had grown up in the business. Mm-hmm. I mean, I started working at the Boatworks when I was probably 12. Uh, illegally, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I still was doing odd jobs and stuff like that. So I've been in the business the whole time. You kind of came, wanted to come in cold. Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of hard to do that. I, yeah, that's I think fair. You, I think you would have <laughs> had a hard time. I know you could have done it, but I, I think it would have been pretty difficult to yeah. jump in. And it probably would have meant me having to keep working for another four years. <laughs> and it should be noted out of all, there's, I have three siblings, there's four of us, and I'm the only one that hasn't worked for you. So that is a fair right. assumption. <laughs> and the other, well, two of the other three, wanted the business too so yeah did uh because we just talked about this i am the youngest of three and um both of my brothers went back and forth working for my dad many times hired fired quit (laughs) rehired um so (laughs) but by the time it came to me it only took one time (laughs) when we worked together it lasted you know maybe four months uh not even Two months, maybe. <laughs> and that was it. And then we cut ties. And do you think that that was um, or it just so happened that like with Catherine's age, by the time she would have like kind of worked with you, you were getting out of it? Yeah. 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 And she had been in Alabama, California. I hadn't been in the area in a long time. So, yeah, it wasn't like you you knew what was going on here. Back yeah. Day to day. Yeah. Both of my brothers worked for you for yeah a long time they both worked for a long time and yeah. courtney worked i think courtney was the only one that was fired correct uh, <laughs> she was east out i won't say she was fired. Uh, <laughs> um no she actually went to do something else it was <laughs> do she, you, she could have stayed if she had wanted to do you <laughs> feel like um with building entire boats and then also having something like doing all of the canvas work. Uh, I think in construction, a lot of people look at home builders as like, wow, that's, that's so cool. It's like the, the, you know, the biggest thing, like you're, you're building these huge houses. And I think a lot of times people like expect a level of like success with that. Like, wow, you must be so successful because you're building entire houses. But it's also the thing that the most things can go wrong with. There's so many different things going on. There's like, you know, you're dealing with every single trade. There's no specialization. Um, Did you find that going down to something like that was a sort of niche was easier, more profitable, you know, all of that stuff? It was a smaller business, so it was easier to handle fluctuations. Yeah. Um, Boat building was, even back then, it was very competitive. There was a lot of boat builders, not so many... There's a lot of small boat builders back when we were building our boats. Now it's just a couple big companies. It's yeah. it's similar to you know Home Depot, your box stores and stuff like that. Um, so it would have been hard for us to, I think, remain 
in the industry just yeah. because everything was going to such big, huge companies. And we were a small company. Yeah. So I was kind of fortunate. You know, things have always seemed to work out for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always kind of end up in a good spot. And I think, you know, doing this small niche business, which, you know, I didn't make a lot of money, but I made, you know, I, I, I made a living and I, might, yeah. you know, kept my girls out of uh, high, uh, jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and the boys too. The boys. But, uh, you know, I was very happy with what I would, I never set out to make a million dollars. I just yeah. wanted to be happy and have a nice family and a, a comfortable living, which I achieved. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the Father's Day episode. I'm not a father. Sean's a father. Do you have any good, like, fatherly <laughs> advice for a young father who's uh, start? Well, he didn't just start his own business. He's had his own business. But a young business owner with a young family. Um, just make sure you have time for him. Yeah. You know, you, know you, you don't want to spend your whole time working. You don't want to spend your whole time with your family. You got to. It's a balance. Yeah. And listen to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> From what I hear, you're really the expert on that. Well, I am. <laughs> I know how to listen to my wife. I have one I have one more question for you that um so Catherine wanted to buy your business or get handed your business or she wanted to take over your business and you were like, you know, I, I don't want to do that and you know, you probably would have had to felt the obligation to, to make sure that transition went well. How do you feel um, she went from, by all, you know, society measures, a really successful job, um, commercial real estate, sounds she was doing lease something or other, you know, you probably don't yeah. really totally know either. Yeah. But it seems really successful and, you know, powerful to leave that to work for a deck and patio company. And um, I guess that wasn't immediately working in a van, but now it's, <laughs> now it's come to that. Um, it seemed like you and Linda were both like really supportive of that. Was that just like a, how, what were your feelings about that? To oh, get into the trades, work for a small company, go from something super she, stable. She and, wasn't happy at the other job. Yeah. I mean, she, she tolerated it. She, she made, Put on her best face with it, but she's a lot happier doing what she's doing now. She's she just loves it, so you got to support that. Did you think I was a little crazy when I said I was going to quit my Actually, job to no. be a deck builder? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought it's great. You got to do what you want to do. Yeah. And I've always loved people who can't work with their hands. Yeah. You know, I, sitting in a computer. Yeah. Sitting at a desk is, you know, people do it. It's fine. You make a good living at it, but. I've always respected people who work with their hands. Yeah. It's something that it will never, uh, to quote something that I've said on the podcast before, my dad always used to say every year they're building more houses and everyone that's built gets one year older. So there's always going to be a demand for it. And it's it's something that, you know, that is tangible, that that is a skill right. that you can really take with you. You can work for a company and get trained in this very specific thing, but then you get yep. laid off and it's like, well, I only know how to do this one thing at this company, but working with your hands, it's something that you can take everywhere and it's always something that's going to be valuable. So, and she really takes to it really quickly, which, um, which I was not shocked by, but, um, 
we've had other employees that <laughs> didn't take to it as easily in a much longer <laughs> period of time. So um, it's it's been good. She must have gotten. Uh, gotten we couldn't a lot get her to do you. anything around the house, but yeah. <laughs> she'll go slop concrete around. <laughs> You got to pull out the camera. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, trick. the trick. That yeah. is the trick. Yeah. <laughs> also, it should be noted once again we forgot about the drinks. We are drinking uh, Skip's signature drink. They're called the Rum Grumpy. All of his grandchildren call him Grumpy, so it's named the Rum Grumpy. It is rum, tonic, and lime. And it should also be noted that we did have this before on the podcast, and. It didn't taste like this at all. <laughs> I made a very bad version. Yeah. <laughs> My dad made a much better yeah, version. Yeah, <laughs> this definitely tastes like uh, cream soda. I've had more practice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Dad, for coming on. My yeah. pleasure. Happy Thank Father's you. Day. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Oh, thanks. And yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and you in the background here. Yeah. Go on, Father. All right. Hey everyone, just a quick note from Editing Catherine. We actually forgot to record an outro for this episode. I think we were a little too distracted and having some fun with our dads. So I hope you enjoyed meeting them. Um, We think they're very interesting people. They're our dads. Of course we do. Um, So I just wanted to end this episode by saying happy Father's Day, everyone. I hope you all had a really nice day with your family or relaxing or doing whatever you wanted to do on Father's Day. Um, So... This has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. We will see you next week.